The accounts you'll hear on Parsha Stories are original adaptations of the weekly Parsha. Enjoy! Come find out how the world began, how God created the sea and the land. You'll meet the Avod and the Imahod and a pillar of salt named Deshavlod. Mitzrayim's got a lot of wheat, find out why in Bereshit. This week's Parsha is Lech Lecha, and in this Parsha we meet the founder of Judaism as we know it today, the founder of monotheism, the belief in one God. We meet Avram, and this Parsha begins with God speaking to Avram saying, Lech Lecha me'artzecha u'mimoladetecha u'mibet avicha el ha'aretz asher ar'eka. God says to Avram, go, leave the place that you know, your homeland, the land of your ancestors, and go to a land that I will show you. And if you do this, Avram, then I will make you a great nation. You will have everything you've ever wanted. You will have money. You will have fame. You will have fortune. You will have the greatest land that there is, the land of Canaan, which we now know as the land of Israel, and you will have children, so many children, as many children and descendants as there are stars in the sky and grains of sand on the beach. And Avram listens to God's call, brings his family, his wife Sarai, his nephew Lot, and all of the people that work for them, all of the shepherds that work for them, Avram, Sarai, and Lot, and company, all begin their journey to Eretz Canaan, that will one day be Eretz Israel. And we're going to talk a lot more about the land, but I want to include in this podcast a story in which Avram's fame really grows. Because in order for Avram to become a leader, people have to understand that he is truly blessed and that a very powerful being, in this case God, is on his side. Now during Parshat Hashavuah this week, I told the story of Avram and Sarai and Lot and how the shepherds of Lot argued with the shepherds of Avram about who was going to get which land. And Avram, in order to make peace between the shepherds of Lot and the shepherds of Avram, said, you know what, Lot, you can have that land. If that's the land you want, we will take this other land. Now, the land that Lot had chosen, the land that they had been fighting over, was the land of Sidom and Amorah. And it turns out that within the land of Canaan, there were these cities or territories, and each one of them had a king that ruled over that territory or city. In fact, there were five kings that had an alliance. So there was a king of Sidom, there was a king of Amorah, there was the king of Adma, there was a king of Tzvoim, and there was a king of Tsoar. Don't worry, there's no test at the end. And these five kings, the king of Sodom, Amorah, 
Adma, Tzvoim, and Soar had enemies, and their enemies were an alliance of four kings. The king of Shinar, the king of Elasar, the king of Elam, and the king of Goyim. So, just to be clear, there were five kings on one side and four kings on the other side. And it might surprise you to know that as they battled against each other at a land that is now the Dead Sea, the alliance of four kings were actually defeating the alliance of the five kings. In fact, they kept pushing them farther and farther away, and as everybody was retreating, as the five kings and their armies were retreating and running away, it was a very funny image. The people of Sodom actually fell into a whole bunch of wells, ah, 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 falling in, maybe to get away and protect themselves, but whatever it is, the four kings were on their way to a victory. And as the four kings started to conquer the lands of the five kings, they started to conquer the lands of Sodom and Amorah, which meant that they started to conquer the land that Avram's nephew Lot was living in. And in that conquering, they captured Lot and took him as a slave. Now, up until this point, Abram had been staying out of this battle. The five kings, the four kings, these things did not matter to Abram because he understood that there was one true king of kings, that is to say, the Lord God, creator of heaven and earth, Hashem. But Abram was very upset when message had come to him that his nephew Lot had been captured by the four kings and taken as a slave. So Avram gathered 300 of his followers, which normally would not be enough to defeat armies of the four kings. But he gathers these 300 followers, and they go at night, they save Lot from his captivity, and they defeat the four kings, and they win the war for the five kings, including the kings of Sodom and Amorah. So the kings of Sodom and Amorah are very grateful to Avram for having come and saved the day, when really, in reality, he was just coming to save his nephew Lot. And they offer him all sorts of money and anything that he could possibly want. And Avram says, don't give me any money, because I don't want anyone to say that I became rich from you. And so the legend of Avram grew, and more people began to understand that this was a special person. This was a special person who believed in God, who, when he needed to fight, could defeat an entire army, but also had the humility and the self-understanding to not just want money wherever he could find it, and in all of this, God blessed Avram with the land that would produce more and more food, more and more animals, more and more fruits and vegetables that would provide a lot of money to Avram. And so all of the promises were coming true. God promised Avram a promised land. 
the land of Canaan, and Avram had it. God had promised Avram fame. He had become famous through the story of the War of the Kings. He had become rich through God's blessings and no one else. And God said to Avram, you are going to be ancestor of a great many nations, the father of a great many nations. And to show you how serious I am, I'm going to give you a letter, very special letter, the letter Hay. And from now on, you are going to be known as Avraham. And I'm going to give a special letter to your wife, Sarai. And from now on, she is going to be known as Sarah. So now Avraham has everything he could ever want. Except one problem. He doesn't have any children. And his wife, Sarah, says, If you can't have any children with me as the mother, perhaps you can have a child with someone else, and we can raise that baby together as if it was ours. So maybe have a child with my handmaiden, Hagar. And that's what happens. Avraham and Hagar have a child together. They name him Yishmael. But Sarah is still not happy. And she says, no, it's not the same. How can I have the name with the letter Hey if I'm not going to be the mother of a great many nations? And Avram says, you're right. There's just something wrong about this. And right now I only have one child, which means it's only going to lead to one nation. Avram says to God, where are all the children that will lead to the fulfillment of the promise to have as many descendants as there are stars in the sky and grains of sand on the ground? And God says, you know what, Avraham, you've already done a lot. Let's talk about your next child in next week's podcast, Parsha. Shabbat Shalom. Thank you.